Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey everyone, Alex Italander here, and before we dive into the next Behind the Ostium, I just wanted to take a moment to tell you about our Ostium Season 6 Indiegogo campaign. Thanks to the Ostium Patreon, we're able to pay Team Ostium for their work, whether it's voice acting, sound design, editing, or artwork. With our Indiegogo campaign, our goal is to pay our whole team fairly, and you can help make that happen in two ways. One, by supporting the campaign. 
There are a variety of awards, from sticker packs to postcards to notebooks to signed copies of the Ostium book, and access to a brand new miniseries just for the campaign. And, two, by sharing the Indiegogo link with friends, family, and through your social media and telling everyone about this campaign and why you want it to succeed. You can find the link in the show notes to this episode or by going to Indiegogo.com and searching for Ostium Podcast. You can also find it on our social media pages. Okay, that's enough of me. Thanks for your help, and let's get on with the new Behind the Ostium. So here we are again with another Behind the Ostium, and this time we're starting off our world-building series. Don't know how long it's going to be yet. Hopefully nice and long and lots of um, fun episodes. So we're just going to start off uh, with Dwayne and I just talking a little bit about uh, kind of an introduction for world-building and when we first started kind of discovering and thinking about it. So Dwayne, why don't you start off by where you were first introduced and exposed to world building? Sure. So so the idea of world building first came about around role playing games like Dungeons and Dragons. Um, you know, we we started playing and we were new, we were young, so we were using the pre built modules that they would provide. Um, and from there, we you know we were started to build our own adventures within those worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we got older and a little bit more um, adventurous, we started then, well, why don't we play games in our, our own worlds that we've manufactured? Um, so were you when you started uh, doing your own ones, were you scripting them too, like writing them down or when you were using kind of off the module, but then kind of making your own ones off of them? Or Yeah, and it was usually it was usually the role of the, the, the dungeon master mm-hmm. to... Um, to build those things the, the right. characters we, we would allow the characters to um dictate you know obviously what went on in the game and we would provide like the npcs um mm-hmm. or the the towns um you know that they would have access right. to okay so there was some input from everyone then it was kind of cool Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And then... Um... And so then you started making your own separate ones. Is that all Correct. Together or? Yeah, yeah. So we we decided that um, you know instead of you know uh, playing within these pre-built worlds, we were going to build our own. You know, we were. In, mm-hmm. uh, if anyone's familiar with Dungeons and Dragons, um, the Forgotten Realms, there are some very mm-hmm. well-known characters um, in those worlds. So we wanted to be those characters. So we were we were building our own worlds um, where we could have a mage or a fighter that would have the renown of the, the ones that you would have read about in the novels from those books. Right. And then did you go further into making your own separate stories, like separate completely from the, the world of D and D and forgotten realms and stuff or much, much later. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. when I got more interested in, um, I would call it more like cyberpunk, um, mm-hmm type of rpgs uh i believe it was called dark conspiracy um it was set in the nearish future maybe the early 2100s but technology as it had advanced but um Mm -hmm. so had corporations the the corporations ruled everything Uh, and then there was a bit of a lovecraftian element to the to the game as well where things from other dimensions were were seeping in and, and trying to take over um, and we played one module from that world, and from there we just started building our own. Um, it was right. re- it was really open ended, and um, I'm like, all right, you know, the the area that we live in um, in northeastern Pennsylvania was pretty much wasteland by the <laughs> maps of of the game. So instead of that, I made this area more of one of the 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 mega metropolises of of that future. Um, but it was right still, it was still right on the edge of the wasteland. So we had access to, to both areas. Um, and we had a lot of fun with that. Um, it was, it was kind of professor Xavier's school for, for children here, um, with, with some of our characters, but, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, we, we had a lot of fun with that. Do you still have the, I don't know, the notes you took or whatever and still hanging around? <laughs> I'm I'm sure I still have something somewhere on a hard drive. Yeah, it was, it was it, there was a there was a lot disc, of right? <laughs> probably a three and a half. Yeah, there there was there was a lot of note taking, um, and I rem- I remember hand drawing a lot of maps. Oh, cool. Um, and then we were influenced by some writers as well too. 
in world building? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I'm definitely more of a a sci-fi fan Mm. um, than fantasy, but I've read a lot of both. Um, So, like, my favorite sci-fi author is Robert Heinlein. Um, uh, Some of his books are very... They, they, it, they, I guess it's described as they draw you in. Um, mm-hmm. You, you find yourself in a in a setting, and he describes it so well that it, it's not like you're reading the book anymore. It's, it's he, you're, he's really painting the picture for your, you're your mind. Part of it. Yeah, just, just like you know, the, some of the other big sci-fi authors that I like, like Bradbury. Ray Bradbury is another one for that, where you're just reading along, and you. you there's a there's a movie going on in your mind while while you're right. writing the book. Mm-hmm. Um, Arthur C. Clarke was another one. He's a little bit yeah. more technical, in, yeah. in my opinion. He, he hard sci-fi, <laughs> very hard sci-fi, um, yeah. and I, I guess rightly so because he was involved in creating a lot of real-world technology as well. Yeah, right. Um, mm-hmm. But then I but then I do like Lovecraft. I think it's not the horror aspect of the Lovecraft, but more of the surreal aspect of the lovecraft um uh and how varied everything is and weird and just yeah yeah like you're gonna get right it's like where where are these things coming from why why do they even exist and Mm -hmm. and and the the and all of his stories deal with madness in some way or another and and how the things that go on in his stories can be so some of them can be so mundane but they drive people to literal madness um so that's what I think I enjoy about Lovecraft. And I know probably each one of those authors that I read, or I just listed there, have some real issues because of the time they lived in and, you know, with their writing style and, you know, being very misogynistic, some of them. Uh, I don't um, think Bradbury so much, though. He was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, probably not Probably not so much Bradbury. He was more current, but even even Heinlein. Yeah, um, yeah one other, uh, Heinlein definitely got a little sexist and, yeah. Yeah, he 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 definitely had some stories where there were strong female characters, but there was always there was always that male character that you're like, why why did he even need that character? You know? <laughs> I definitely felt like there's, there's a lot of right of Asimov too. His his characters feel very uh, kind of simple and almost one dimensional, robotic, like they're prop pieces for the story he's trying to tell and set up and. And that's that's true. Um, he does write a lot about robots, though. So, <laughs> right. Uh, I did get to meet Bradbury once, actually, because he came back when I was at Long Beach State. He was doing a reading there, and my wife's a huge fan of his, and she was doing actually the lighting of the theater for that. So, we kind of had like a first date then to go see him and got to meet him and everything, which is pretty cool. Yeah. He wow, was, that's awesome. He was still doing like readings and signings around L.A. into his whatever his late eighties. Yeah, that's great. Uh, anything else you feel influenced you in world building? You can say that. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I, there, I mean, yeah, the the fantasy um, um, aspect does come in with you know things like the Lord of the Rings, right? Um, even though um, I'm almost ashamed to say I did not read the Lord of the Rings until probably within the past three years. Um, I had read The Hobbit in high school, um, but you and saw I, the movies, and, right? Sure, sure, and the, the, nothing, nothing like the book, but, um, but yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed the movies, of course. Um, I, I still don't understand why the the Hobbit needed to be three, but you know, hey, money, I'm making a money sale. Of so, course, so, of, so, of course, like, that's why. And yeah. and and I think to people that haven't read the Hobbit, 
seeing the movies, they don't know that, wow, The Hobbit was a really short book. How did they make three movies out of it? I think I watched the first movie in the theaters and was disgusted, and that was all I did. <laughs> oh, really? I, 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 once, once I saw the first one, I'm like, well, now i got to find out what, you know, what he does with the rest. <laughs> to you know? find out what happens with that damn orc that he keeps bringing back, even though it wasn't in the book. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think they call that hate-watching. I mean, I'm not sure. <laughs> Punishment. <laughs> but I guess in its own way, he was world building off of <laughs> exactly exactly and, 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 and i suppose any himself. any writer um you know, even screenplay you know you're, mm-hmm. you're going to take some uh, artistic license to to build the the story that you think is going to make money and um as stephen king says you know they can when they do an adaptation they can change it however they want and make it completely different and you can hate it but ultimately that book is still on that shelf unchanged there so you can always pick it up and read it the way you want it anytime you want exactly and i feel that way when i when i see a, an adaptation of something that i really love um and it's not done well I'm mm-hmm. like well at least, at least in my mind it's still the best you know <laughs> i don't right. i don't immediately i don't immediately take the twitter and just start bashing you know it's like hey, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't care for it you know but you know the, the book is always still my go-to for for most things mm-hmm. I, I was just i was just trying to think of what movie was better than a book that i've and I can't really think of one. I'm sure somebody has an opinion, but... <laughs> uh, I'll think about that for a while. I'm sure there's one or two, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head. And uh, Game of Thrones is kind of neck and neck now, really. <laughs> for what they did. Movie versus book and stuff. Um, yeah, for me, being exposed to world building, it was a pretty similar thing. A lot with reading. I read... Um, I kind of didn't get started into reading until I was a young teenager and then just started gobbling everything up, started Stephen King, um, did Lord of the Rings, um, and a lot of uh, epic sci-fi and fantasy and just, you know, being exposed to how big and complex a world can be. And then especially when you're reading a a series, um, seeing how it's not just one standalone thing, that how you could keep a story going along and how... You introduce details and facets of the world that you can then talk about and discuss in further books along the series. Um, I did some D&D in college too, and um, we had a friend who used to do the DM um, who did his own totally made-up story about... It was like a kind of uh, future Mars-type mission where we went to Mars and stuff like that. It was called Rockets and Ray Guns, but a kind of like homage to the pulpy classics you know and stuff like that but again he made it all up himself and it was a very cool story to be involved in and stuff so that definitely i think had a bit of an influence on me and then um in my own writing as i began starting with short stories and then eventually moving on to longer things novels um and then finally series just learning from scratch how how long an idea could to could be propelled and expanded upon and developed to become a book and then possibly a series and how you world build that. I can still remember my first uh, novel in air quotes that I wrote, which was, uh, I wrote it on an electric typewriter and it was like 50 pages, <laughs> which in my mind was really long, but of course wasn't really that long at all. And all I remember was it being about a haunted house that also involved an alien abduction somehow. <laughs> and, and just, uh, I, even though it was, you know, a little first effort by myself, um, looking back on it now, I can, it can get, it was a learning experience in knowing 
how what I thought was long really wasn't that much at all to to even make a you know quarter of a novel or whatever and how how much you really do have to develop a world fully and fill in a lot of details and complexities even if it doesn't show up in your story your short story or your novel your first novel that you're doing off of that world you still have to put all this framework and structure in there to to be able to to write a full story out of it because otherwise then you're just going to run out of material and realize you don't have enough and that's kind of how I, when I started with Ostium, how I wanted to do this. Where I wanted to start with a simple idea, but as the story started to get moving and it developed, and I started finding my way of where I was going through these doors, leading to different places, and then learning more about um, Ostium, the town itself, I knew in the back of my mind, as this was starting to grow as a little story, I was going to have to develop it more and more, the framework and structure around the world of Ostium to be able to make it a bigger thing, which I was kind of doing in the back of my mind as I was writing, but also as I was working during the day and just kind of world building in my head. Uh, I tend with my schedule to do writing at night when I can, but during work, I'm able to, because I'm a mail carrier and I just, I drive all day doing mail, which I can kind of do in my sleep at this point because I've done it for so long. Um, and I'm listening to audiobooks and podcasts, but in the back of my mind, I'm usually writing in some way in that I'm um, plotting or developing or coming up with idea, my ideas, the mind just basically just keeps running whether I want it to or not. Um, so it works out to be a really good uh, way to kind of develop a world build separate almost from to having to do my writing at night, which works out why. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.